The following program is paid for by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Oh, yes, we are here for you. How, how are you guys doing? You good? Great. <laughs> hey, we want to welcome our, our radio audience, 94.7 The Word, and also our Facebook Live audience. This is Channel Mom, and we are here for you. There's so much media out there that is screaming and yelling at each other, and so little media that is there to say, hey, moms are really important, and they're raising the next generation. And that's what we're here for, to remind you of that. Super cool show today. We're going to talk about the biggest problem that moms face. And I think you're going to feel understood and we're going to try to provide some direction and some hope and some help. And I hope that any mom listening today is going to get that from us. I've got a couple of guests that I will introduce here in a second. I just want to get a little business out of the way first. Um, and that is this. I, uh, Michelle Couchat, who's a well-known author and speaker, and um, I love her, <laughs> was on the show last week. And she's got a new book called I Am. It's a 60-day devotional, and it's really, really good and life-changing. And she's a life-changing person just meeting her. And she left some books behind. And here's the deal. I don't want to intimidate anybody. We, we're a nonprofit, so we'd always love donations. So here's what we're going to do today. It's going to be super easy. If you would like to call 303-873-1935 and you can donate any amount. Now, the book's worth $17, but even if you just call in and say, I'm going to donate a dollar, then you can get the book for the rest of that money. I mean, you don't have to, to give any more money. So if you call us at 303-873-1935, we've got a couple of Michelle's books standing by for any winner. If you feel prompted to do it and you can just give us a little you know, $5 donation. That would be a blessing to us. 303-873-1935. And you can get Michelle Couchat's brand new book uh, for a lot cheaper if you just give us a $5 donation than you get it at the store. Okay, so here's the deal. I've been wanting to talk about this for years. So I asked my BFF, BFF in the house, Shelly Krause. I know, thank you. It's been a long time since you've been here, I know. (laughs) And my other friend, whose name I forgot to ask how she pronounced it, I'm just going to say Sarah Tyson. Thiessen. Thiessen, oh great for me. Sarah Sarah Thiessen, who is a counselor, and she's going to school us because she knows what's going on with moms in America because she has to see them and help them and and counsel them. And all of us are going to talk about what we think the biggest problem is for moms. And we've all thought about the problem. We've done some research. I've got some statistics here. And we've also thought about some solutions. So we're going to do that. We're going to play a little song as well that goes along with all of that we're talking about. So we're going to run right through it, see if you agree, if you feel like posting on Facebook Live what you think the biggest problem is that moms face in 2017. We'd love to hear that. If you want to call in um, and, and get a free book, well, almost free, 303-873-1935, you can tell Chad what you think the biggest problem is for moms in America. So who am I going to let start? I'll start because he's asking us to grab that mic. Mm-hmm. Oh, because Sarah's mic isn't working is that what it is? Okay. This one's out? No, yours is out. Oh, my. oh okay. So, Shelly, I guess maybe I could just let you share my mic. So, you you try mic four. Okay. So, we'll try, start with you, Sarah, why, why Chad tries to work out Shelly's mic situation. Um, if you had to say what you think the biggest problem is for moms, what do you think it is currently? I really think one of the unique problems in current culture 
has to do with the safety-driven culture we've developed in the last couple generations. That one of the things that's so important about raising children is empowering them, is helping them to become strong enough to really run life's challenges, to know when and how to take risks. And the way that our safety culture has been developed, the, the capacity and the opportunity for risk-taking and for adventure and for challenge and for really being stretched to a kid's limits and figuring out they can do more than they thought they can do, so many of those opportunities are really stolen by our safety culture. I mean, we have extremes right now to the point of, like, if you – my brother recently, a month ago, his 11-year-old son and his 4-year-old son were down at the park together, and someone called them in in social services because there wasn't an adult with them. Oh. So things like that. Even though there's an 11-year-old there. Right. Okay. Th- things where there is not enough opportunity. There's no space given anymore for, for risk and adventure and independence. So do you think kids – now, I was a bubble wrap mom. I bubble wrapped <laughs> my kids. Shelly would tell you I didn't let them ride their bike alone until they were about 12. Um, oh, no. If they went down to the, cr- the creek together. Now, we live in the country, so very safe environment. If they went down to creek together, they had to have, like, a lifeguard. Oh, I mean, I, I was a safe mama. Now – I, most of me doesn't regret it because they're alive and well. Um, a little part of me does say, oh, I should have let them be a little more free. I will say that as they've gotten older, I've allowed them to be more free. Shelly was not a bubble wrap mama. But I do understand that that I did not want to raise fearful kids. Right. I wanted to raise kids who were ready to tackle the world's problems and right. to help people and not to be afraid of every little disease they might get or mm-hmm. every little airplane flight or whatever. They, right. they need to be ready to help people and, and do whatever God asks. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and risk-taking is so central to following God in a person's life. We, the God that we have really values risk. It's throughout the scriptures. Yeah. And so if you have not grown up with a norm that risk is valued, then it really can be an empty spot in yeah, adult life. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Okay. So... Shell, I'm going to let you go second, and then I'm going to go, and we're going to talk about some solutions, too. So what, what do you think the biggest problem is that moms face? Oh, I think the biggest problems mom face is are no husbands. Mm. No husbands. I don't know how many sure. statistics. I just live it yeah, I don't daily. Have I have. I, well, I have statistics. <laughs> At 40% of ch- children now are born out of wedlock. No. 40%. 40. Yeah. And, and that, that crosses it. the races. Um, sure. Yeah, that crosses the race. I mean, African-American culture struggles with it more, and that is that is not me being prejudiced. My African-American friends know that the statistic is higher in that community. It's closer to between 75 and 80 mm-hmm. percent. Um, but, but we've given up on men being part of the family unit, and men have given up on being part of the family unit in many cases. Well, and I was talking to my husband earlier today. Does that statistic include the second husband or, or the father of? Yeah, I've got some statistics that I'm going to throw out at you because mine piggybacks with your – with your theory. My theory is, and this is where I really want to get meaty and talk, and we can also bring in the risk-taking thing while we're talking about it. My theory is that the biggest problem facing mothers today is the breakdown of the family, and here's why. Because moms no longer feel like the role of motherhood is important because we've thrown up our hands and said, eh, family just doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't work. There are all different kinds of families. And I don't want anybody to hear condemnation today because I've had single moms get upset when I say this thing about we need husbands and, and kids are less likely to be successful if they're raised by a single parent, I mean, statistics would bear that out, that they're more likely to go to jail, they're more likely to f- drop out of school, they're more likely to be poor. I mean, that's just a t- statistic. If you have a single mom, you're more likely to be poor. However, I know some incredible single mothers who sure. are cr- extremely dedicated to raising their children well. I also have to admit, but for the grace of God, go I. I my husband and I could have had the major problem that, that caused us to leave each other. I get that. I really sure. do. But I do think we've given up on valuing family, which means we've given up on valuing motherhood, which means all kinds of women are told to, to go after a different carrot. 
and, and they're no longer honored in their motherhood. So they're supposed to get the $100,000 a year salary. They're supposed to have the nice house, the nice car, the size four body, whatever it is. They're supposed to work on all this other stuff. But motherhood, ugh, who cares? I'm not going to honor you for your motherhood in this culture. Do you know? And so I think that's because we've allowed the family to deteriorate. And then this is where I want to weigh in. I, I want to talk about how the government has participated in that because I think the government actually incentivizes single parenthood. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think biblically, the Bible a, a long time ago showed that that the, the beginning of the family's destruction started with Adam and Eve. When, when they made the decision, because they had the freedom to do so, to sin, then it all started to bust up from there. Their kids were poorly behaved. Their marriage got se- separated. I mean, all kinds of... There was of, blame. Yeah, the there marriage. was blame and pointing fingers. And it was from the beginning of that humanity that we had the breakdown of the family. Do you know that in Nehemiah, I love this little part of Nehemiah, where when they're fighting to build the wall and they're trying to keep away uh, the people that are trying to prevent them, you know, the fighters that are trying to prevent them from building the wall, that, that it says that God stationed or, or the angel stationed... Um, soldiers next to the families in front of the families. And I thought, Oh my goodness, Hmm. even God knew that we had to keep the families together. I mean, of course God knew. Hello. (laughs) Just informing God there that yes, familyhood is. So let me tell you, Shell, you were asking about second marriages and stuff. Fewer than half. So 46% of us kids younger than 18 years of age are living in a home with two married. It says heterosexual parents in their first marriage. Mm -hmm. Fewer than half. That surprises yeah. me. I wouldn't have thought it was that high. And again, I, I, I don't want the mom out there to say, well, I'm remarried and I've got a great husband and great kids mm-hmm. to think I'm condemning her. He's I'm better. not. Yeah. I'm not. Right. But but she would be the first to admit that there was some trouble in all of the transition and the difficulty. Even if she was widowed, it's all it's all hurtful to the family. Mm-hmm. Right? So so do you guys? Well, it's so, still not a family unit in that case. It's, it's two family units. Yeah. The kids coming back and forth between each house, and you've got to, both parents have to get together to go to the school together. And it, there's not one cohesive parenting, it's two separate households parenting. Yeah, and I was going to say that I, the other things I wanted to list were busyness and stress. I think those are huge issues for moms. But I think part of the stressors and some of the busyness for some moms is because we're juggling all this family stuff. That isn't just a cohesive together family. Now I'm a nutcase this week and I have a family that is me married to my original husband with two children and I'm still a nutcase. So I'm not sure that busyness is just is to blame for that. I do think stress sometimes is because of the families that have fallen apart. And I don't know. I don't know what our listeners think. I, you know, I'd welcome a phone call 303-873-1935. But I also think, and I want you guys to weigh in. This isn't just the Jenny show right now. I, I want you guys to weigh in. I think the government has participated in this to a certain degree by saying, oh, hey, hold on. If you want to leave your husband or not get married to a man, we'll come in to aid with families with dependent children, whatever, you know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. and and we'll come in and, and rescue you. I've had moms who've gotten divorces and the government stepped in to say, we'll be your husband. And it's not that I mind that we get help from the government. I was on unemployment once. It, it happens. I get it. But I think we're almost saying, just like we don't incentivize saving in this country, we're not incentivizing marriage. Correct or not? Well, the government comes in and will provide food and shelter and medical insurance and daycare. Yeah. All those things that you don't need if you're married in a family unit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean, Sarah? What do you think? I mean, you've seen it in the counseling office. Sure. I just think it's such a hard combination, those two, the two pushes in society, especially as large and complex as ours is, because because how do you know where to draw the line between necessary help that government should and could provide and enabling help? Right. And, and I don't know that that's super Yeah, it's a easy. tough line. Yeah. No, no, I agree with you. That's I don't want to really be extreme. Thing. Yeah. And here's where my song comes in, because you just brought it up. I The, the, the problem that, that comes into this situation is that now we have moms opposing each other. 
And, I, and, and so now we've got black moms saying, oh, that white mom just criticized me and she doesn't get my life. She doesn't get how hard it was. And, and the man I had to kick out because he was awful. Mm-hmm. And, and the white mom is, is being judgmental. And then we have Christian moms saying, well, if you're not a Republican, then you don't know Jesus. And the Democrats saying, well, hold on. You don't care about the poor. Right. And, and it's a big fat mess. And moms need to come together and unite to fix this thing. Mm-hmm. And, and in fact, it's proven that mom friendships... Here's the here's a cool statistic. If you don't take time out to have mom friendships and girlfriends, it is as bad for your health as becoming a smoker or as not exercising. Oh, interesting. So that's where we need to come together. And that, hence this song, that we shouldn't be so divided. Go ahead and play the song, Chad, please. Life is taken in the name of hatred, so hard to take. And if we think that it's all good, then we're mistaken. Cause my heart is breaking. Are you left? Are you right? Pointing fingers, taking sides. We can turn that down. Uh, that was Mandisa, Kirk Franklin, Kirk Franklin, and Toby Mac, and it's we all bleed the same, and I and I'm sorry, bleed the same actually. And I just want to to have an environment where somebody doesn't look at me and say, "Oh, that's that Christian white girl," and she thinks that you need to be a certain kind of family to be successful. That's not what I'm talking about. Sure, I'm just talking about let's value family. Even if it's a put to, together one, put back together one, let's just value family so mothers feel valued. I mean, do you understand? Like, I mean, do you did you feel valued when you were at home raising your kids? Did you feel valued by society? No. Yeah. But I still felt valued. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. By who? By my husband, my family. Yeah. Right on. By your husband and your children and by God. Yes. Right. Yeah. But but to me, that's the crisis. I would even say I've only got one minute and I can make all kinds of people mad by saying this. But I even think birth control comes into it because we've devalued life and said oh, we can just get rid of it or we can just you know do this and this to prevent yeah, having babies it so motherhood yeah. is kind of inconvenient mm-hmm. and so that we demean motherhood in that way too so i think all of that is a crisis for moms they don't know their value and how good it is to be a mother raising the next generation so there's my little soapbox and i hope it's helped you in some way go get friends that's one of our solutions yeah. talk about this yeah, take yeah, some yeah. risks Yeah, and we're going to give you another solution coming up in the next segment. So stay tuned for the rest of Channel Mom. We're so grateful you're listening today. We'll be right back. household. I don't have a degree, but the organization I run is more complex than most companies. Party planner, chef, teacher, nurse, these are just some of the roles I fill every single day. It's time for me to get paid to do what I love to do. I'm going to study at Colorado Christian University and apply what I've learned running my household into a degree that will give me a career. Check out CCU's website at adulted.ccu.edu or call 303-963-3300 and get started down the same amazing path I'm taking today. Here at Channel Mom, we want 
to love, coach, and encourage any mom who could use a little support. Hi, this is Jenny from Channel Mom, and if you're a mother, I know you work so hard for your family, but sometimes you need somebody to work for you, and that's why Channel Mom gives back to moms, not just through our live radio show and our podcast, but also through Channel Mom Outreach in prisons, homeless shelters, and home meetings made for moms. We want to hear your story and feature you on the radio and beyond, so reach out to us on social media at Channel Mom or email us at channelmom at gmail if you've got something to say, Mom, and watch us every week on Facebook Live. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Yes, we are here for you, and I am Jenny Dean Schmidt with my friend's counselor, not, not as an attorney, like a family therapist, <laughs> right? Sarah Thiessen, and my BFF in the house, Shelly Krause. She's back. I didn't have to go to school for that. I just... <laughs> Just got the, her BFF. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Got those letters. It took a lot longer to earn that well, title. Well, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. if, a few years. Well, I'm, I'm wondering if people like over sixty know that term. I think probably best friend, BFF, best friends forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So that's who she is, Shelly. Mm-hmm. And by the way, she has many other claims to fame. It's not being my friend. Um, I, I, I do want to back up a couple solutions before we talk about what we want to talk about with Sarah. And I do want to say one more thing. CCU, Colorado Christian University, literally caters to the mom. If you want to go there and, and take online classes, they will work with you just one class at a time online from your home. They honor motherhood. They will give you credit for life experience. Imagine the life experience you can bring to the table as a mother. So I really urge you to, to get a hold of the folks at CCU because they really do support moms in trying to just get an education. So you can find them at adulted.ccu.edu. Adulted.ccu.edu. They're fabulous people there. I love what they do. So I'd be honored if you try to get a hold of them because they're sponsors of Channel Mom. Okay, I just want to say that in the last segment, as we were considering what's happening, and, and, and in many ways, you said that we were uh, too safe with our kids, that we're making them fearful people. You and I, Shelly and I, basically said there's a breakdown of family and of husbands. And it's hurting mothers and it's making moms feel like motherhood isn't important anymore. And I never want to ostracize a mom. I don't want any mom listening to think, well, she thinks I'm not the perfect family. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying we need to focus on the importance of motherhood and family to to support moms. But it's not that we make we think that the loss of husbands or the breakdown of family makes moms not feel important. It's that they can't mother as well without that support base. Yeah. But if we're devaluing family and husbands, we're also kind of devaluing the role of motherhood. It, it it all is getting kind of thrown yeah, into the trash. I don't trash. want this family as a whole. I'm yeah. not, you know, he might want the kids, but not you anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just demeans women. And 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 so what I would say is, don't feel demeaned. We're here to say you're valuable. God yes. God talks about the value of motherhood in the Bible. And so there's not that. only that, he uses the motherhood imagery for his own self description. Yes. throughout Scripture. Amen, girl. He does. Mm-hmm. That is so good. And also to come together as women and say we want to support each other as mothers. It's crucial to our health. The studies are now showing. Both Stanford and UCLA have said women need friends to support each other. So let's support each other as moms. Okay, I want to get to something before we um, are closed for the day. And I hope this show is blessing you. I want moms to feel understood and supported by us. Write me or call me if you don't agree, and and I can support you however you need to be supported, unless it's like with a drug habit or something. But I can support you. Um, Write me at channelmom at gmail. We would love to you know, have our nonprofit support you. Okay, so I brought on Sarah because Sarah and I are going to be doing a little conference with Pinecrest Church, a woman's retreat, which mm-hmm. is happening today and tomorrow. If you're feeling spontaneous and you think, oh, the things they're offering there, I really want to run up to Estes Park and go to this and be, yeah. and be blessed. Welcome. Talking about all kinds of stuff. There, there's how to talk like a man and fix your marriage. There's how to set up barriers and boundaries. Uh, you're talking about how to talk to God and, and seek the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about motherhood. We've got all kinds. Of, we're talking about being wounded, how to mm-hmm. fix the past wounds in our life. Good stuff. Yeah. Really so I brought stuff. on Sarah to say, hey, we're going to be at this conference. Sarah's got some really juicy stuff to share that I thought I'll have her 
come on and talk about it. Look, we serve a, a primarily Christian audience, but I'm also I I when I was you know a 30 year old woman, I didn't believe in Jesus. I wasn't following Jesus. There are other mom. There are a ton of moms out there that are like I, I I'm either there and and I don't need your help, or man, I would like to be closer to God. Mm-hmm. I would like to to bring my kids up to know God. Yeah. And so your whole seminar is about how to hear from the Holy Spirit, how to talk to God, how to listen to God. Yep. What are some some very um, easy to apply pieces of information you can give moms today who think I just don't have time to listen or I don't know how to listen. Sure. The, the most important place to start when it comes to wanting to have a, a conversational relationship with God is to first assume that he does speak to us mm-hmm. throughout the Bible, all Old Testament, New Testament, throughout even writings that are written outside of the Bible about him. We have consistent description from God himself and from people who follow him that he does speak to us. So first of all, just assume that he does. And then the simplest ways he tends to talk to us are in independent thought. So you know how our thoughts sometimes will be, our thoughts are really linear. Like you can, you can drive to work and not even remember the whole drive and think, man, how did I end up thinking about this random thing? And then you can track it back. Like, well, this thought came from that one, which came from Mm -hmm, that one, mm -hmm. right? Well, when the Holy Spirit speaks, it tends to be like my thoughts are following this particular pattern. And then all of a sudden, bam, there's this disconnected thought that's all of a sudden there and resonates and makes sense in context. And it feels right. And it's scriptural. And it's not sort of like, go kill that person. It's scriptural. It will always line up with what we know about God, his general character. It won't ever contradict scripture. But those kinds of independent thoughts are, I think, the most universally common way that Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. God and his Holy Spirit speaks to us. Mm -hmm. Some of us don't realize in just modern Western culture that not every thought you think is your own. Oh, that's good. There are thoughts that are not yours. There are thoughts that are from God. There are thoughts that are from the enemy. Yeah. And those three sources are always in play. And so just to wake up in the morning and assume that God does speak, is interested in speaking, I guarantee you personally that if you have sought God at all in your life, he has talked to you, whether you know it or not. Yeah. If you believe that we're made in his image. Yeah. If you believe that, then why wouldn't he converse with right. us? He's if a we're very made a conversational right. guy. I told, and, 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 you, and it is that still small voice. I'll suddenly think, oh, I, I have this thought, and, it, and it's truly holy. He's usually prompting me to say sorry to somebody or to forgive someone, whatever it is. Right. Um, I want to read something. I, I just came across it this morning, Sarah. Uh, I was reading Job, and here it was. And I thought, oh, my gosh, this applies to what Sarah is going to say. For God speaks time and time again, nice. but a person may not notice it. In a dream, a vision, in the night when deep sleep falls on people. Mm-hmm. That's Job thirty three fourteen, and nice. it's like it's reassuring us you know, for the for the hyper intellectual or, or for the simple man wh- wherever they are who thinks I either can't hear from God or I don't believe there's a God who speaks. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, Scripture reassures us that it, indeed He does speak, and that we're just not listening. Yep. So, so another tip for mom who just says, I don't have time, or I, I feel like it's my thoughts, not His thoughts, or I, I end up feeling negative about myself or beating my. Is there anything else you can give her? You know, the simplest place to begin, I think, if you first wanted to try to talk to God, would be to just to straight out in a quiet moment alone to just ask him what he thinks of you. Because yeah. because the, the thought that comes to mind or the emotion, the image, whatever comes is a question like that. It's pretty clear to know where it came from, because if you get any kind of condemning or shameful or. Um, any sort of negative thought, that's not from God. Mm-hmm. God is the one who is in love with you, always has been, always will be, gave, literally gave his own life to, to chase you down. And so if you, if you invite God in a quiet moment alone to say, would you just tell me what you think of me? Chances are really good that what comes to mind or heart is going to be clearly either from him or not. And so if you get anything in the whole camp of I love you, 
mm-hmm. or you're cherished or I'm proud of you, right? Mm-hmm. Anything in that whole camp, you can bank on. That was highly likely mm-hmm. the Spirit of God mm-hmm. putting that thought into your head. Well, and he says he's love itself. And, yeah, and, and I think he so, is love. I think we feel so unlovable that sometimes we have a really hard time sitting before God and feeling that love and knowing that love and hearing that love because mm-hmm. we think everybody else is lovable except for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, right? Or you think of that was my own thought. Sure. Yes. Okay, but let's, but let's talk about that. Chances are your own thought is not real likely to bless you. You're right. Our own thoughts are yeah. pretty self-condemning. Yeah. When we think about ourselves. Or selfish. Selfish or self-condemning. Right. We yes. think all kinds of things about how no, we're not quite good enough and we don't quite do what we should do. And we're like, you know, we're, I'm, I want, I'm okay. Or I want right? or I want to one-up her. Or, yeah. we, we don't say to ourselves, you're loved and valuable and cherished and, and I, I just am sloppy crazy about you. Yeah. yeah, we don't say that to ourselves. Yeah, God does. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. That's good. And uh, I wish I well, I'm going to be giving a couple breakout sessions, and you're going to be giving a couple breakout sessions. And I wish I was in your breakout <laughs> session. You can come to mine. All right, and I won't be there, and I'll come to yours, and you won't be there. Yeah, that'll work. Hey, look, if, if suddenly you feel prompted, like I need to go to this, I need yeah, some refreshing and on. some help. Estes Park YMCA. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go online to to, to find it, and I, I wrote it down, oh, but it's I think beautiful. it's Pine. Go. I know Pinecrest Online, mm-hmm. PinecrestOnline.org. And then right there, uh, there's a there's a section where you can look for registrations, mm-hmm. and we're under those registrations. So you can Pinecrest- also just show up straight yeah, out. If you're you up could. near Estes Park, if you get there to the YMCA, there are sandwich boards that'll say Pinecrest Women's Retreat, and we'll point you right where to go. Yeah, and we'd love to bless you. Yeah. We'd love to bless you. Hey, we've only got a minute left. Sarah, mm-hmm. ex- counselor extraordinaire, mm-hmm. thank you. You're sure. at, tell them how to find you on the web. Uh, I actually run a training institute for Christian counselors, so we are Splankna.com. So S-P-L-A-N-K-N-A, really weird Greek word. It's New Testament Greek for the bowels. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's a whole discussion. Okay. So Splankna.com. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Shell, if anyone wants to be your best friend, you're on Facebook under Shelly Scott Krause. That's one way to find yeah, me. Yeah, that yes, is. Because right I'm sure you've got new fans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as, as much as I love you, I'm sure somebody else will see why. I love you. Yeah, exactly. Okay, exactly. Okay. When do hey, I come back? <laughs> soon, I hope. Okay, so look, we hope we've helped you today. I just want every mom out there to know if you feel misunderstood or unappreciated, I appreciate Channel Mom appreciates what you're doing for the world by raising the next generation. Thank you for sacrificing and raising your children well. God bless you. Have a good weekend. Channel Mom Radio. And if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM, and you'll see our Donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you.